0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to one off the wood it's your host andy here and i'm joined across the country by my good friend and your good friend warren how are you was
1: I'm going well, mates. So this is uh, very good. We've got the, got the setup going on today. I feel like I'm in my full studio. You're looking good in, um, where are you? What state?
0: I'm in uh, Brisbane. Because uh, I thought That's after a, the election, I'd, I'd come up here and hang with some real, um, what do you call them? Patriots. <laughs> patriots. <laughs> Those real, cool. oh,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those uh, liberal loving patriots up north. So yeah, no, I'm in Brisbane.
1: Yeah. Western Australia, stronghold, liberal stronghold over here. Uh, go on, ScoMo, getting back in.
0: Yeah, good on him. But that's a, That's the episode today. We're just going to catch up, me and you, you and I, uh, to chat election. We're not political experts by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, we'll uh, we'll do our best. And, and f- what can we take out of this election?
1: Um, you, know, you know, you say we're not any electoral, uh, you know, election or politician mad people. We don't understand it. But that's the whole idea of democracy: is that the entire country votes in Australia. So you might have a couple of percent of people that know what they're talking about and follow it and froth it. But all the other kooks have to vote There's smart people like you and I, (laughs) that vote as well. Yeah. One of us that, uh, that vote as well, but there's well uninformed people and that's what it is. It's a, it's a survey. So you get unexpected results. Just (laughs) ask sports bet.
0: (laughs) We will get to that. But before we do, um, what are you taking off the wood today,
1: tonight? Good point. I've got uh, homegrown vitamin B, Victoria Bitter, just wow. off the wood. I've got backup Clean Skin here, little um, little white uh, from Margaret River, a little SSB, got into. But um, once I've done with my vitamin B, do you remember when VB entered their beer in a craft beer
0: competition under some fake name and won? It was probably Wouldn't five surprise me. There. Yeah. <laughs> and then they revealed that it was just VB and they'd
1: made up the whole backstory about these brothers from Byron Bay brewing and the, whatnot. <laughs> it's all about the. they actually um years ago, Brad's old man worked at V at um C U B and he's telling us that they tried to brew V B and Tassie. And so they they like told sent him the recipe they thought, you know, stay sending it over from Victoria. And then um they brewed it, set it back, and they're like, nah this isn't it. You've cooked it. So the C U B guys, the Victorians went down there and brewed it. We tasted it at the end and they're like, no, nah, this isn't it either. It's like the water in Tassie is too pure to, to brew VB. So they're like, fuck it. We'll just make it in Melbourne. And that's where it's made now. Nowhere else, but Victoria. <laughs> yeah. You know, that dodgy water. Melbourne water.
0: Yeah. Well yeah. maybe, you know, there's probably something to be said for a bit of non clarity water. Um, I went to the Gab's, on Friday night, which is the greatest okay. Australian beer, spectacular. And I'm, I, yeah, the Balter was there and they're, they're pretty good beers made by, uh, owned by Mick Fanning and Joel Parkinson and some other pro surfers. So I've got the, the Balter XBA. Um, yeah. What
1: are, you, are they worth? What do you buy, a six or a four pack? Or something?
0: Ooh, four yeah, pack, yeah. Like $19 for a four pack, I think. It's not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, you know, special occasion. No transport costs in Brisbane, though, is there? Uh, I think they're more expensive in Melbourne, but not today. So,
1: what are we talking about, Warren? Well, we want to talk about election, but later we've got the, the tasting tray, just a couple of subjects. Uh, yep, things that are going on today. Oh, where do you want to start on the election? Because... Can I start by I reading have... something for, to you? Yeah, go on. So, this is from
0: a Facebook friend of mine who I won't name and cause there was a bit of this that, look being from Tasmania. Um, a lot of my Facebook friends are from Tasmania. I don't see anyone supporting the liberals on my Facebook, but they're out there. I don't know if Facebook doesn't show them to me or if, uh, if there's just no one that I follow, but let's see if I can find this. Cause there was a bit of this coming through my Facebook uh, feed this week. If you voted, Liberal, national, one nation, Clive Palmer, Fraser Anning, or any other conservative heinous party, unfriend me because you are fucked. I don't care (laughs) if you are a family or a friend. You are neither to me. You are a racist, misogynistic, homophobic, environmentally destructive, self-serving bigot. If you didn't, I'm sorry and I love you and I hope we, as Australia, get through this bullshit three years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's from... uh, that's full on. That is proper ranty. That's sort of stuff that belongs on Twitter, not on Facebook, I don't think. It's the sort of stuff that belongs
0: in America, I think. I don't think Australian politics was as polarizing. Um, I've got another one. Go on, drop them. Yeah, I have to bear with me as I try and find Okay, it.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll paraphrase one I, I saw from... Um, a girl I used to work with who, who lives overseas now, and it was a very basic rant, but pretty much saying that um, that's another reason for her not to ever come back to Australia and work. Yeah, saw a bit of that, which is just ridiculous. Because I mean, is it that bad? We're not we're not going to communism, are we? They would you would you go away and be like, you know what? Oh shit, Labor's in. Probably won't go back. Just go somewhere else for three years. Well, no, I saw
0: a bit of that as well. Here's another one from another friend. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, not joking. If you voted liberal, tell me or delete me. I want to hear your reasoning. And if you have no reason and just pop them on down right now, you have small brains with limited compassion. Thanks for raping planet earth for profit. And <laughs> uh, then it goes capitalism doesn't make much more sense, but you get the, you get the general gist of it. What do you think think it's... Have you seen such a polarizing election in Australia before?
1: Uh, The last one I remember was when Kevin Rudd got in because it was all about change, change, change. We need a change. And he got in by default. I remember car trips surfing with Amos. Very heated arguments by a lot of uninformed, (laughs) you know, late teenage surfers who just got their license. But everyone was like, yeah, we've got to get on the K Rudd bandwagon. And, and, uh, you know, he's given us... Money. He, he was basically got in on apologising to the stolen generation, which I don't yep. think he had any right to, just because he, he he got in and he stood up and said that he's like, oh, yep. "I'm sorry." Helped him though. We hadn't, had no weight. Yeah, got him over the line. So he did that in week one. Also in week one, signed Kyoto, which yep. the Chinese were never going to sign anyway, so it was pointless and it fell over. It was like right. good. Well, well done, Ruddy. And there was something else just as, as flimsy. I think he, he was, got in he on. was doing and a. He was done tax. in a week. Was it carbon tax? Was it the tax? carbon tax? Oh, Kevin
0: 07. That's Kevin 07. Not, it's, it's a decade ago now. And it's yeah. basically become full circle. And yeah, Labor's tried to get in on um, some sort of climate change policy and it's all gone shit shaped for them.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but that's Speaking my of question. Shit-shaped.
1: Speaking of. <laughs> so you're shit shaped. Obviously, the sports bet paying out on it was fucking brilliant paying out early. Like, because Libs were paying like five bucks or something and there was a dollar I, $1, I jumped on 10. the
0: night before the election. Yeah. Labor were paying, this is on Sportsbet, a dollar and eight cents. Libs were paying eight dollars. And Sportsbet, well, already, this was actually um Ladbroke, So I think Sportsbet had already paid out all the Labor.
1: Um, Why do they yeah. do it As if you, if you got paid out for Labor, your Labor win, would you not then take your winnings and drop it on the libs yeah well that's if uh, i'm sure people did
0: well i don't think sports bit would let you but you could have gone and just dropped it on the libs same yeah, thing happened else. with donald trump when he got in i was watching the odds and watching them change through the election yeah. from
1: from similar yep. odds to that to to like, oh, shit, he's actually going to win. <laughs> same thing in in my office watching watching it live with Brexit was one of the biggest ones. The currency markets melted down. They literally couldn't, um, we couldn't trade. Like the spread on a market's normally sort of two or three points, maybe one point. And spreads went to like 35 points. You put a trade in and then refresh it. Instead of making money, you're losing the same amount and percentage. It was going 1%. Either way, it was... Insane. We literally sat back with feet on the desk watching the TV. It's a bunch of um, Brits in the office as well. And one of the guys, when, when it started going up, just doubled down. He had 100 bucks on. He's like, no, 300 bucks. Like, just put more and more money and lost it. It was like no one could believe that it went through. But there was a guy at Griffith University in New South Wales, I think. I can't remember. his um, head of stats or, or data analytics. His name was Bella Stantic. That's, that's like his, maybe her, not sure. Bella, B-E-L-A. Anyway, let's roll with a him. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, but predicted Brexit, predicted a Trump victory and predicted the Libs winning in a close margin as well and did it over analysing social media like you've talked about. So there's obviously the ranty posts that stand out, but he analysed everything, people's opinions on um just in general and has come up with these victories and predicting it? Well, the, I think the first thing that I saw doing that really
0: well was the Triple J Hottest 100. There's some guy that was just predicting it every year through some, just, you know, looking at people's posts because people post what they voted for and he was getting it pretty much right. And like the technology is way better now, like the the kind of sampling rates that, them, that, yeah, Yeah, like the... They should know this shit. So I don't know where sports Their are from.
1: uh. Well, well, this guy does 50 key terms. So he's probably got, I don't know, whatever makes you align with a certain party. And you're not necessarily posting politically directly, but the activities that you do, whether you're engaging in, you know, things like live export, like that's a, a massive one. The whole of Northern Australia, all that pastoral country, you can't do anything else with it. Like it's, you run stock on it, whether it's wild Buffalo right up North or, or just Brahmins, all these like beef that there's no market for in Australia. Like you have to export them and they're ready made to be exported to the warmer countries to China. And like to, if they shut that down and that's beginning with shutting down sheep live export, that's just a gate opener for for them to then shut down live export in general. That's, that's the, business like that is Northern Australia done. Like, but is this,
0: is that the only thing that land is good for? That would be my question
1: because they're jet will pastoral through a country. You're talking several million acre properties, you know, yeah. the that's so that it's not desolate, but, um, it's very seasonal. You can't, you don't run fences or anything like that. If you're cropping it, there's only seasonal water, certain crops potentially, but the, the ground isn't particularly fertile out there as well. Like that's why they run, they just let them roam, you know, you yeah. can, it's not like uh farming down in Gippsland or Esperance.
0: No, that's, some. that's the thing. Like if, I mean, because live exports, you're dealing with a country that doesn't have the standards as high as us with that sort of thing. So <laughs> there's definitely issues with it, but,
1: but that's where Australian cattle in terms of live export are all tagged with an electronic tag. So you can, the whole way down to the abattoir to when they're killed. And then obviously they're into pieces. So you can't actually track it, but our um, cattle can't end up in abattoirs that aren't actually approved. So from go to woe, from farm gate on the ship, all that our standards are so far above anyone else. And on top of that, they put in um, now they have to have independent observers, right? On every boat that goes out who know nothing about, What's actually going on in the livestock industry, or what cows normally look like, they sit on these boats they get flown back business class, so it adds another twenty grand to the trip. but then First, when they get off the boat you 've got to trust that the Chinese government
0: are going to uh, do the right thing, and is that is that realistic
1: China, Indonesia, Vietnam, Philippines, wherever it's going that they're being tracked, and they are like they it's about um, like, I mean, are you saying that they're kept alive or you they got to trust that, if, that they're treated appropriately? And I'm thinking China in particular, because, um, all
0: the, all the private businesses over there are going to be, you know, tied up within the government
1: and, um, yep. good luck getting, getting your observers in there. Um, although there's well, a lot the of money in it, is, so maybe they'll jump through the hoops. I don't know. There's this huge money and there's a growing demand in that middle class in China for beef, and the Australian beef. So there's a business um, friends have set up. I'll give them a shout out Latitude 28. Everyone should look that up. These um, friends of mine, amazing business. And what they've done is they've got beef in uh, their packaging is literally through a blockchain technology, get all the keywords in there is uh, geotagged, So you can track it from farm gate where that cow began, where it was sorted into packaging and then out to um, the shop. So when you're in the store, instead of getting some meat that may have been packaged and called Australian beef, but it, it could be anything, you've got the packet and you can whack your smartphone over it and actually verify that is fair dinkum Aussie beef. Where did this cow come from before we murdered it? Yeah, we... that's right. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I think
0: we digressed slightly there.
1: but <laughs> <laughs> Passionate things. I'm heading up to Darwin. That's what's why I'm... Uh... Go and see uh, some livestock exporters and jump on a few bulls up there. So i got my got passion up there, mate. So you want to I'm keep ready them alive? To go. will keep, I'll keep oh. them alive and riding. Kick them for ninety, yeah. That's so that's the
0: plan. My next point on this election was that, it, and I think all that hatred that I was reading out for is mainly because of climate change and and the liberals' love of coal. But like, what, there was a few positives that came out of it. One is that. Tony Abbott, who is, I don't think he's a climate change denier, but he, he's, he doesn't really believe in the science of it, which is, yeah.
1: you know. it's he's a big Christian man. Yeah, yeah. so One of them. <laughs> God's doing it, so just don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we'll build, that's why they built the ark, right? Places, shit's going to flood. It's all good. We'll just invest more. We need more more carpenters in schools. That's right. We're all going to build boats. <laughs> shit's going to Anyway, flood. He, his
0: seat of was Warringah, which is like the manly Northern beaches area. Uh, he's had that for 25 years and he got booted by an independent who basically ran a kick Tony out because he doesn't believe in climate change campaign and, and won. really so, like that's, that's a, you know, that's a positive. Get the dinosaurs out. Uh, so,
1: democracy's great, isn't it? Democracy's
0: probably- great.
1: <laughs> 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 It's almost becomes a, you're here to lose. See, the interesting thing about that, right, is that independent who won his seat. Is, Ali. Who Zali. was it? Zali steggle Go on, Steggles. Yep. It'd be interesting to see who her the second preferences were because she's obviously run that campaign, so people have put her first to get a lot of votes. Yep. But she's also run her preferences to get the Tony in last. Down yeah. Down there. Because that's what really counts when it comes to this. When it comes to actually voting on the day, you get your green and your white paper and you roll in and you tick your name off so you don't get a fine and you draw a big vote for Oki for PM on the on the ballot slip and send it out. We should do that. I, a, I saw a post going round about um, that Chris Lee's new um, series, Lunatics, and someone's just written... Uh, uh Natasha the odd walk Hashtag uh, the fuck. That best fuck. Have, you, best have you seen fuck. him? I've seen, I've seen him. <laughs> Yana, Yana darling, who has an odd walk do you like to pat my odd walk That's <laughs> Anyway. I didn't think guys watched kinda. that. I thought um uh, it's funny. It's good stuff. I liked
0: it. I have i I've seen a couple of episodes. Just on Tony. So he's lost his job. And you know what he gets for losing his job an extra kick in the ass an extra $100,000 pay rise. So if you're a backbencher in parliament, you get paid $207,000 a year, but as a retired prime minister, you get paid $307,000 a year. So he's going to go from backbencher to retired prime minister. And he's um, going to get a pay rise because his pensions higher than his than his previous job. (laughs)
1: But then that's, get genuinely outrageous. Didn't he miss, or was it someone else? Was it Ruddy? One of the prime ministers, you have to be in for two years or a certain number of days before you qualify for that pension as right. the retired prime minister. You it'd can't be a, just be in be, for a week and then out. There'd be a few of them. Um, yeah. Well, recently, oh. recently, but I th- um, one of them recently, I thought it was Tony, but maybe it wasn't. I don't think it's Tony. The prime minister makes $540,000 $540, a year. I think that's a decent wage for a prime minister. It's a good wage for anyone that's, and, and life's probably free as well. You know, you'd be paid, you wouldn't, wouldn't be paying for your driving in your hotels and your if you're working 18 hours
0: a day. Yeah. So that 300,000 pension, he can take that or he can take a lump sum of 1.5 mil and then, then, reduce his annual payment to 150
1: K. That'd be the way to do it. Do you get taxed on this? It's, a, it's like a taxable income, right? No, it seems yeah. silly for us to pay his wage, and then, and then take tax. Back he out gets of it. it, and then take it out of it, and then get it again to give back to him. I don't. I know the um, Aussie sports teams when they get funding for sports and things, they don't they don't tax it, so it's like X dollars tax free sort of thing. You know, if they they don't earn a great deal, would say they're on. They get in thirty grand for playing their sport per annum. That's thirty grand tax free. Cause that makes sense, right? Because the government's paying them uh, a royalty if you like, or um, yeah, a bonus to <laughs> represent the country. I don't know. Double taxing that shit's everywhere, right? Was it, weren't the, just, uh, wasn't, wasn't Labor going to get rid of franking credits? Yeah,
0: I, I think, think as well, they, they, they were pushing shit uphill with some of that stuff, like taking money off people. It's going to make them angry. doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter if they're old boomers that are, living on their yacht and whatnot, like it's going to, people aren't keen. Like they've set this thing up to make their money and now Bill Shorten's going to take it off them.
1: Bill. Yeah. Or oh, there's an aging population as well. I mean, look at my there's parents more and, and more yours, of them. You know, retirement. There are more and more of them. They're still voting for that matter as well. And they're franking those credits, whatever that means. Yeah. they. <laughs> Man, that's just the thing with they like Franken those government credits. rules. That's one <laughs> thing I know about
0: old people, they love Franken credits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like when it comes to these sort of things, whether it's like political literacy or financial literacy, like I love that we let make everybody vote. Everyone that's enrolled, anyway. And it, two things here: one, it doesn't count for shit. Your one individual vote, never. Counts it actually counts two dollars sixty something towards funding in the Senate, but still that's an aside. Apart from that, counts for fuck all. And I, I, that that's uh, got me blown away so much. <laughs> the, the other one is that no one actually understands how to vote properly So or what like are you what do, you're do, doing do, when you're voting. So I didn't sort of know entry I, test that you have to do before voting. Like, so you have to prove no, that you understand the issues. I think that that. And it's hard to say, like, who would actually run this, right? Because it's not going to be I'm the thinking, government in general. Yeah, you it's and pro- I. Probably pro- okay. All right. You and I. Right? So that's brainstorm This is that we, we get funding to put on ads to tell people how to vote, not how to vote liberal or how to vote greens or how to vote somebody else, how to actually vote in general and what it means when you're adding these numbers. Because if you don't want to give anyone funding, then tick your name off, take your white paper, fold it up and put it in the ballot box don't put anything on it you won't give anyone a vote you won't get a fine you won't give anyone funding to continue their democratic so
0: rubbish when you talk about the funding
1: in. you're saying like so i was going to say one of the good things
0: out of the election is that clive palmer didn't get any seats and one nation he spent like
3: S- you spent 80 million million or something <laughs> don't you
0: but I'm because so in, even though one nation didn't get any seats there was a swing in their favor so they they're basically getting an extra three mil to play with next time whereas clive yeah. isn't getting any extra money
1: and he's but ready. they ran a lot more candidates they ran like 45 candidates instead of like four or something right and, and the same thing like clive palmer spent 65 million and he got 300 grand in funding but he could have been eligible for an extra couple hundred grand you had know, he reached a certain threshold of votes but it's still like a 600 grand it's not a million dollars you know what the you top think- parties are getting a couple of the 65 million is probably he's out of his
0: pocket, right? Because he's a billionaire. What do you think that $65 million is to him? As in what it would be to you? Is it like $100 to you? Or is it $1,000 to you? Or is it $10,000 to you?
1: Like, is it's it church change? change? I'd say it's, a, it's a couple of grand. He's a couple of grand, you know? He's he's thinking, <laughs> you know what? A couple weeks. I'm going hey. in to invest in this. I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to say, I'll put in... You know, a couple of grand I'll i spend some time flogging my head around the place. Yep. Yeah. Getting painting things yellow and plagiarizing. He's probably gonna get sued sixty million dollars for plagiarizing whoever, yeah. whoever's song it was. We're like, not gonna We're gonna it. take it. Yeah, I, no, saw that.
2: Gonna I
0: don't know who that is,
1: but they 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 piped up and said they didn't agree. Yeah. They weren't gonna take it. Which, you know. If you're going to play just on, do you, actually know how to vote what the cards mean? So I, I, guess I, mean, I I'll,
0: not, I'll tell you how I you. voted and I wouldn't normally, okay. but I, I voted labor and I just took the how to vote labor card and did exactly what it told me to do. Like a, I don't know, <laughs> like a little <laughs> drone. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: probably the best thing you could have done.
0: Okay. And how so?
1: Right. So, the first one right in the greens preference voting is what we have in australia right which means that you have the parties on your green little slip which is the lower house which is basically where you insert a bill and they mull it around argue it back and forth iron out the creases and then they put it to the upper house which is the senate and then it goes past or it gets knocked back three times and they fucking call shenanigans on it but even shenanigans bas- <laughs> so with uh with the preference voting, you put in number one party, you voted labor. Then I voted liberal number two. Let's say they both got 40% of the votes. There's another 20% of these votes, um, going to other parties. So they take the party that got the least amount of first preferences, first votes. Then they see everyone that voted for them. They distribute their number two vote throughout those parties. So we look at it again at the end of that and we go, okay, Liberals have got 42%, Labor's got 41%, and the others are distributed. So then they go to whoever's last. And they keep doing this until they potentially get down to the third most voted for party, Greens, One Nation, whatever it is, and distribute their votes until someone's got greater than 50%. So it's not so much about your first vote. And what you've done is brilliant because you've gone in and gone, okay, this party that I want in has told me who they aligned with and who they're distributing their votes to. So you've done the right thing and that's how the majority of people are going to vote. But then if you actually don't do that, if you just go in and go, okay, yeah, I'm going to put Labor number one and then you make up the rest of it, you're not voting in line with what your party and you might actually give away your vote to somebody else. That said, your one individual vote doesn't count for fuck all because if your electorate is decided by less than say a thousand votes or 1% or half a percent, there's a a margin there. Mm -hmm. They've... They don't only do a recount, but they actually make you go and vote again in that electorate because it's too close to call. And so, your one vote will never turn an election. It's not like people voting out of five. But if everybody takes your advice and
0: just chucks in a ballot, then your one vote
1: does make it. Yeah. No one votes. In that scenario. So, your interest is then to start campaigning and actually go out there and tell people that they shouldn't be voting or better still, you know what we should do next year. You decide your own preferences and how you want to vote. Turn up, put some nice kid on and just hand out how to vote cards for, for, most... for your own preference. And so then you'll draw, vote... draw in a square and write the one off the wood
0: party. That's your number one. Yeah. Number two yeah, goes number one. to the pirate party. Yeah. Three and, and so on. Legalize. Um... <laughs> podcast that... rule. Yeah. Podcast, <laughs>
1: podcast party. Yeah. <laughs> But, but you have it, so you could actually say how you wanted to vote properly, hand those cards out and then your one vote is times by a thousand. So you've actually had a say in that electorate. So conspiracy theory, and you can
0: tell me if this is possible or not, because you seem to understand this better than I do. So Clive Palmer spent $65 million, but he didn't get any seats. But yeah. could he have possibly had his, you know, how to vote card say preferences go to Liberal and really it was just a sneaky way of uh, Liberal getting extra votes. And Clive Palmer being able to pump $65 million into it with some backroom deal that he's allowed to uh,
1: dig more holes. hundred percent, a hundred percent he could. And that, that's like effectively what happens, right? Because if he's running a smear campaign that people believe, they vote for him number one, yep. right? He doesn't win it. His, his votes all then go and get distributed from there. Yeah. Because and he that, didn't get the number one vote. So, he's turning people off. He's turning, he's spending his money saying, don't vote Labor. Yeah. And so, that's a, that is a swing. And even if they don't vote for him, potentially, they believed, you know, a portion
0: I of I think the that's country. what they're saying is that the swing to One Nation, in, in particular, was a swing away from yeah. Labor, which would make sense because you're not going to vote One Nation and then Labor, Greens. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Doesn't make sense. So, yeah, and the other one that they changed this year is preferences in the Senate, where you used to just put a one up the top. Yep, yeah. above the line, which was easy. So oh, they like just one. Take the preferences from yeah, from, from under that. So, uh, below that line was say six candidates, and they'd just get effectively they would get one, two, three, four, five, six as their vote, and that's your vote. But now above the line they made you actually put in six candidates minimum or six parties minimum. So therefore your six votes, if underneath each of those, they all had six people, you've effectively gone one to 36 in that order. Yeah. Right. So you've diluted your votes on your first preference where you've just gone one to six with a now one to 36 down the other end. And so Voting below the line makes sense. You, you do have to put in a minimum of 12, but if you put them in your first preference, your second preference, that's it. You've only voted one and two and you haven't given out, assisted somebody else like a Clive Palmer or a one nation or whoever to get their funding.
0: Let's see. Does that make sense? So here's a question for you. Why yep. is liberal called liberal when they're not liberal? <laughs>
1: that, they're con- I, I have no
0: idea. Because liberal to me is that you're a um, – what's the opposite of conservative? Pretty out there. Yeah, you're out there. You're Greens. liberal. You're experimenting <laughs> with your – With drugs, <laughs> with the hemp drugs. party, pirate yeah. party. Yeah. Swinging. There's a lot of swinging going on. Um, think, is that
1: what Julie Bishop? She is a liberal. She uh, was
0: a real type of liberal. But really, the liberals here in Australia are conservative, but they're not even that conservative. I think Malcolm was keen for some climate change action, but he got – stifled
1: they, they, I see them as being very close together which they're going to be right because if you're too far left or too far right then your other party opposing you just moves a little bit down the scale to you and picks up a few more votes they so are very
0: close together
1: they're going to shuffle themselves closer and closer and closer until they've just got that's, slightly separate views that's why
0: it shocks me that people are so outraged by it because they're so close together literally the only thing yeah. that people like we've got a good health system here we've got a good education system we've got hospitals um the, it all comes down to this one coal mine at the end of the day here's my question like do we really need the government to tell us how we get our energy or can we just get it how we want can't like the private sector just say you know what we're going to make more money out of renewable energy we don't need the government to help us we'll just fucking do it and then you can just fuck it all off and not have to worry about it.
1: I think that side so is interesting, right? Say we all had solar panels, which only work during the day and we don't have batteries. So you need to draw off the grid at some point. Yep. But you're then effectively, instead of spending $1,000 a year on your electricity, you're spending 200 bucks. So that 200 bucks is going to the energy company. That energy company still has to maintain those electricity lines and their generator obviously they're generating less power but the maintenance of the lines and things is still up to them and they're getting less less money for it so they it's not even sustainable i don't i don't see if we all just went solar tomorrow talking, it's like i don't i'm talking about solar farms
0: wind farms like i don't everyone puts a solar panel on their roof i mean if you've got, what, hang on a second. You're saying you need to maintain all the, all
1: the lines because. The power grid, it's like maintaining power. roads. It's like maintaining gas pipes. Are you are saying, I'd, <laughs> basically, if, if we That's, all put
0: solar panels on our roof, the electricity company won't make any money and they won't be able to maintain
1: the grid. Yeah. Okay. So what I do, they'll put, so it's the Electricity will go up. The price of the, of the units they sell will go up even more. Which but will they won't have more to run. people to put they solar won't. panels on.
0: Yeah. But they'll only have to run a few wind farms and um, a couple of wave energy stations and things like that. So it'll probably be cheaper for them. They can
1: spend but more coal money Coal is on cheap. That's the idea. It's dirty, but it's cheap. It's in the ground. It's free. It's there. You can turn it on and off real quick. Yep. True. True. It's you predictable. Know, the Liberal Party
0: are putting a whole bunch of money into Snowy Hydro. That's not coal. That's that's not coal. It is so. In the long term, not, will coal be cheaper? I don't think so. I know. I think in the long term, renewable energy has to work out cheaper. You don't have to dig it out of the ground. You just got to maintain your
1: systems. I think it's the definitely. It's definitely the future. But we, we, we'll, we'll go there eventually. Why aren't we using nuclear? Do you know the whole mate? Have you seen Japan nuclear waste? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we can fix that. When game. was that built? When was their, their nuclear power plant built? And I know the it's Japanese. Only, have it's only a matter of time.
0: At some point, but got, we
1: don't have. They've got earthquakes over there. They going have to be tsunamis.
0: Old. It's going to be like, old eventually.
1: Yeah, Australia is the perfect place for nuclear power. Low population deserts. Do you know the whole the waste from the world's nuclear power? The waste from it. You might want to check this, but it's something like fits into two tennis courts, like stacked four high. That's, that's it. Like the world's nuclear waste. That's how much there is. It's not a great deal of nuclear waste, but it's not like a little bit of garbage either. It, it'll fuck you up. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we'll stick it underground. Got
0: some, I just feel like we've got some. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, Yeah. Sorry, I was going to drop a tangent on you. We do have lots of wind and sun, especially in this state. There's shed loads of it. There's um, I oh, think we just had a wave energy uh, company fail over here. I th- I think d- democracy. How Did you that? see the U- the Ukraine um president? No, he's, was a comedian. He got voted in, and then he's just spilled parliament and called a snap election. So he was a he was on a he's an actor on TV, and he was. Okay. Like a com a comedian in there, like soap opera or something, and he um yeah he, he won, won the election. He's now the president of the Ukraine. Can't pronounce his name. It was like Voodoo something or other. There's, a, there's lots of Z's and L's and Y's in the wrong yeah. spot.
0: Maybe Joe Rogan in for president in in ten years time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he <laughs> Fuck it, it'd be a ranty country, wouldn't it? <laughs> but why not? You're gonna be. You high. know, he never they never released that Kanye episode. He did. He hasn't done it. They, no, they did it. They recorded no. it, but he was like, it's coming soon. It's coming out. We talked. What? They
0: talked on the phone huh? about doing it. They haven't actually done it. Yeah. Cause okay. Well, yeah, I thought no, they'd recorded it. That's what it seemed like. But then we've, I heard him saying, he's like, no, no, we talked about doing it. Good. Kanye, right. put a thing out and said that I've talked with Joe. I was like, oh, they've done it, they've talked, it's coming out. But no, yep. they talked about doing it. So they haven't actually done right. it. Right. It's a bit Did like we really, the one like, off the wood podcast for a long yeah, time. we talk about doing it. <laughs> Look. So have you got anything else on this election? Like uh, life goes on. Um, people of Rockhampton are pretty happy, they're getting their coal mine, getting their jobs back. So um, people of Tasmania get <laughs> yeah, people of Tasmania are angry um Bob Brown's not that yeah. upset. I saw him on the news today. He was just happy to be alive, basically. So, basically, what he um,
1: said. Look, no, I don't. I don't think so. It kind. It always humours me every year. Do you, I don't the last thing I'd say. Do you vote on the day? I did. Yes. This time, do you not? Is that your is that your standard behaviour? This... Yeah, because I normally don't see it coming. It's like, oh shit, I've got to vote today. I think. Oh. I haven't voted on a day in an election in years since Hotham days, actually, when I realized I could do it because don't tell me where to be on a Saturday. You, like I know the democracy sausage, that's your sacrifice, but there was no are sausage. Where the I what the fuck do you mean? There's no sausage. I was there None.
0: at 1 PM and they were packing the barbecue up. So, that's isn't... sausage time. So I'm going for... to is... vote for Clive Palmer's party now. Just you. <laughs> You have to give that primary school a shout out. Who were they? Uh, it was and Lee Primary School. Yeah. Uh, no pork. Got you.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: Maybe that's... I would have taken a, a beef sausage
1: or, or a chicken. <laughs> I bet you would have. I called a friend um, on Saturday. When I was driving and uh, he's like, I can't chat. I'm cooking democracy sausages at the local primary school. I was like, good lad. That <laughs> is good form. You. Getting around the democracy, but yeah, look, fuck the election. It's over. It happened. Uh, we'll do it all again in three years. We we'll change over the, the other half of the Senate. Yep. Um, maybe some maybe Find someone
0: that's like useful and they can, you know, someone that's electable. Scott, none of them yeah. are electable. They're a bunch of psychopaths. Just <laughs> I, don't, I really have
1: no it. desire to do it. People talk about it, but like it'd be a cruisy life. It'd be shit. It'd be so shit. It would be really shit. So we jump on then to Yeah. What are we Let's calling do this? The... We're calling
0: this the bar snacks.
1: Bar snacks. What did you bring to one off the wood for bar snacks? I'm just gonna bust this um little SSB here. Tell us about that wine while, while I run to the fridge. Right. Uh, this um these are actually on Beaufort Street, there's a bottle shop. Um I don't even know what the bloody thing's called. It's opposite of that Jack's uh uh retail if anyone knows it and they've got they do these um cartons of clean skins and they're six bucks a pop normally but if you buy a carton they're four dollars each and they're all like a proper clean skin no branding just a stick on label that you'll get uh, you know print out yourself for four bucks and they're bloody delicious got a carton shiraz and uh these ssbs they're really good for four dollars a pop it's that it's the wine that you want to have when you're, you know, you just want to have a glass or two, but you don't want to open a bloody bottle. And I hear that bottle. when you have a lady around, you pour them into fancy bottles. Is that true? Uh, n- not entirely. I, um, sometimes I, sometimes I just pour dust over them and pull them out of the cupboard. Oh. Like, Oh, this one's been in the cupboard. Yep. Oh, I'll go and collect it. That actually, that's what my old man did. We were, um, one, one year at the prom, he kept busting out these really good ports and, uh, and Damo's old man and, and Brad's old man were like, fuck, Pete's pulled out another one of these ports. Like, what's he doing? And he just had the port barrel in, in the annex of the caravan and he was decanting it into a bottle every time and then just into just an walking old dusty out, bottle. Oh dusty bottle and walking out and going <laughs> <laughs> cracking this bottle. Shit, he's pulled out another one. Nice. <laughs> so good. Good so
0: point, the bar Pete. the bar snacks is we'll do this when we don't have a guest on. It's my yep. extended version of what's got you frothing. So just mm-hmm. anything that's got you going, uh, this week doesn't have to be election related. I think we should
1: probably not talk that's about election yeah. ever yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Good. What do you got? Thanks for, me? for all the Um, Oh, what's got me froth. And, no, this isn't oh, the bar snacks, right? This is, um, on, on my mind. Um, the Wim Hof breathing technique. Are you I think you're aware of this? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I'm well aware of it. I Can hold my breath. Well the first time I did it, uh, I held my breath for well over three minutes. Yeah, wow, that's good. Easily,
1: In- impressive. So, tell us about you, it. There's a um, this guy Wim Hof. That's his name, and I don't know a great deal about it. I watched one of those Vine um, docos on uh, on the ABC or whatever the bloody TV show I was on. On it. And it's, it's really cool. And they got these guys to go and see Wim Hof, and he basically sticks them into freezing cold water, like a melting glacier water, for 10 minutes straight off the bat, no training whatsoever, and just makes them believe that they can do it. And they all survive. They don't get hypothermia, which you normally get in three minutes in that mm. kind of water. But it's all about, he teaches people his breathing techniques. This guy's like cured all sorts of diseases. He's done, gone to, um, in hospital got injected with bacteria like diseases and then his body's just fought them off and it hasn't infected him when normally people would get really crook. And it's not just him being a freak of nature. It's his disciples as well. Other people that he's got to do this technique and he's just like reckons he's cracked the body. And part of it is that we don't, test ourselves we we live in this comfort you know you go to work and you sit in 22 degrees if it's cold outside you put a jumper on if it's hot outside you go into the air conditioning like you don't a scare yourself but b push the limits of the rig and so you get just get comfortable and then when your body gets a little bit you know a bit crook something it doesn't it's not too ready hard, to too cold you, you sit fight. pretty standard parameters of temperature and yeah non-stop and and so his breathing technique—it does. um, This doc I watched, the guys like were fully tripping after doing it. Like the guy was like not having a seizure, but like having a eyes rolled back, very special moment of losing control of his body just off breathing. And uh, <laughs> kids so um, do it at primary school. They, you know, well that's just holding your
0: breath out. out. Well, it's hyperventilation, it's a- but it's the same thing. It's it's um, it basically floods your brain with oxygen, and gets you. Super. And your body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And your body. Yeah. So you tripping. Well, I thought the, the, um, not on the weekend, but the one before we had a Magamba bull ride, I thought I'd do a bit of Wim Hof. And, yeah. um, I was beforehand, I was like, shit, I might unlock the zone here and it's not a full competition. So I was like, all right, I'll give this a crack. So I did a bit of Wim Hof for a couple minutes beforehand. I was like, I'm ready. And then got on my bull and out the gate, my legs both just shot up into the air. I was like completely out of control Is the worst bull riding I've done since the first time I got on a bull by far. (laughs) I was was a fucking space cadet. (laughs) So I fucked that off. It doesn't work for bull riding, but you know, you got to do the experiment to find out.
0: Yeah. Look up, um, the Wim Hof method on YouTube. If you want to. So Wim,
1: W I M H O F. Yeah. Wim Hof method. Very simple. So that was pretty cool. And I'm glad you obviously
0: get it. I came across it a couple of years ago and, um, yeah. Just did it as a experiment breath hold. So you, you basically go through his method and you can hold your breath for two minutes and then you do it a second time. And I, and we were, we've held our breath for well over three minutes without too much hassle. Um, yeah. yeah, Pretty weird stuff here. Freaky. He tried to climb Everest in um, shorts and sandals. Apparently a foot injury <laughs> turned him back, but he got most of the way. And he also climbed Kilimanjaro in shorts and sandals.
1: Like it's yeah. pretty freaky it's- what he does if you've got some time on YouTube and you want to be amazed by testing out the rigs, get around that. He was pretty cool. I've got one, uh, another one. Uh, we've got to mention at the start our last episode with Harry Fisher from fire to fork. That was sick. That was, um, that was really cool. And you know, a lot of the stuff Harry talked about from social media perspective. Um, we can't kind of put a little bit of it into play, but we obviously stole a lot of his, uh, viewers on Instagram and he's, um youtube channel or whatever came over and now ratings i think we doubled our listenership or oh, baby what's our listenership up yeah look we're in almost in. i don't
0: know like it's up there i think we had it's it definitely our most listened to episode and uh so thanks harry for that and you know what so that was the first time i met harry but he sent me a text this week and it was a screenshot of his fire to fork uh, Instagram and the Bush Tucker man himself, Les Hiddens has gone through and liked every one of his photos. He yeah, said this, yes. I just checked my phone. This is the highlight of my life. <laughs> I am like, yeah. <laughs> well done.
1: A hundred percent. That's how I have dreams about waking up. Nikki Van Dyke's just found me and just started and right everything. back at 2012. <laughs> just gone through from 2012 up. <laughs> there. One yeah. man can dream. What's the way to go for Bar Snacks?
0: Um, yeah, but, you know, thanks to Harry. And if you're one of Fire to Fork's fans, then um, thanks for listening. And we'll get him back on uh, later on in the year, see what he's been up to.
1: Shit, yeah. You know for what sure. I've
0: got? My, uh, what do we call calling? Bar Snack, hungover sports. So we nearly hungover sports. Sport. So you and I used to have a thing where... You go out drinking, um, but it's no excuse not to do things the next day. So we'd often go skiing or, or surfing after minimal sleep with quite the hangover. It gets harder and harder
1: as you get older. We're like um, original Wim Hof um, disciples without even knowing it. Push your body limits
0: to its extreme. (laughs) And then go skiing. I remember that resulting in you blowing your knee out one day at Mount Buller. But um,
1: still, you got to push the body. One once i think we skated the skate park on the way home still so it well, nah. couldn't have been that bad anyway friday night
0: i uh, went to the beer festival um, and obviously drank a lot of beer and got home at 3 a.m um, my surf buddy jack had said i don't care how hungover you are i'm gonna turn up at your doorstep with a coffee and we'll go on surfing so fine so i woke up after three and a half hours sleep jumped in the car smashed the coffee went down to bells bells is like solid double overhead plus and just clean as, as it gets. And we sort of tossed around the idea of surfing somewhere else and decided would paddle out at center sides there. So we know walked around that under the cliff. And I was like, so hungover. I just had zero (laughs) nerves and zero care factors like, yep, this is sweet. Paddled out, got out with dry hair. I don't have hair, but dry head. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Dry eyebrows. and sort of like <laughs> bobbed around at center sides so like 45 minutes made my way to the top of the lineup when no word of a lie one of the sets of the day came through and it just peaked up near me some old bloke couldn't quite get into it and i've just whipped into like a absolute screamer like Zero energy, fully hung over, sick as a dog, nearly spewing and just rode like the easily the best wave I've ridden in the last like 12, 18 months. <laughs> so, Did you do a turn or just like just uh, full got got, down the line? I was on my six zero. I got to the bottom and the whole board shuddered. I was like, oh, shit. So <laughs> I like, stood up real tall, bottom turned into it and just hammered down the line. And then as it hit the bowl, because I was way past the bowl, it, it, basically closed out on me and I just got mowed down, but it was epic.
1: Good. Did no. you see Maurice Cole just whiz past Maurice Cole and called anyway. him out? He was too deep, but the tide was high. Like I think all the shredders that had been out
0: early on the low tide. Yeah. It was, it was the tide was quite high, but I got in just after that. And luckily, cause after I got in like a, a, a huge set came through and it was like two, <laughs> two six wave sets that just washed everyone back
1: in basically. I've got it. On. Oh, but, anyway, it's a surprisingly that, wild place for a wave that looks like a burger. It is so one of fast. the heaviest so waves,
3: yeah.
1: but you go underwater and you get dragged like in and along and it doesn't release you. It holds you in that impact zone. It's like, it's a really tough wave. I reckon there was probably
0: 30 um, people in the water and that cleanup set, literally everybody got washed through there was no just one left. They were all just yeah. deposited on the inside and had to paddle around. And then another set came through and did it again. It was hilarious. But it, like the sun was out. It was like 22 degrees, you know,
1: double overhead.
0: It was a freaking amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sick. Alcohol. Good Vico. this time of year in Victoria is, is just the bomb. And down south here too. I mean, we've got a week of no wind. It's, it's been like that yeah. the last three weekends. Um, so I'm sure the guys that live there and
0: surf in a week have just been surfing their brains out. So that has got me pretty stoked and it's got me pumped for red bluff. Cause I took off on a, Ooh, yeah.
1: now I just need to do it going left and pulling into the tube. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to start dreaming in the mirror, maybe yeah. sit in the mirror next to your bed and just start dreaming backwards. Or right, I've you got a mirror on my ceiling anyway. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <about> nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, can I tell you a story about a blog? for sure. a bar snack this is my bar snack i'm bringing to the party it's a wee little story so um it's a it's a double uh, sort of there. i'm going up to darwin on thursday another work scam as we talked about so obviously work meetings thursday friday so they pay them for flights accommodation and a high car and there just happens to be rodeo weekend at noonama tavern oh that worked out well fancy so, that, <laughs> that worked. fancy that shit i think i'll fly home sunday Your so boss um listen the podcast does he uh, nah, if I, if I could, oh, you could do it. I don't know. Shout out. How you Shout going, Jamie? Out. You will be chasing that business down though. That's for sure. Yeah, Jamie. Cha-ching. Flat chat. Won't be drinking any beers before lunch. No. Um, and uh, anyway, moving on. So the the um rodeo up there, I've actually bought Brad a ticket from Melbourne as well to come and um, meet me because he found out recently. I don't know if I told you this. He's having twin daughters. You did so tell he's me that not already. only pregnant again, he's having twin daughters. So that's going to be three daughters under two years old in his house. And I felt like he needed a bit of a break. So oh God, thought, uh, shout out to Brad. You're last going to That's totally fine now. Twin. Can you just imagine yeah. in like
0: 10, 12 years' time, have yeah. got three daughters with attitude? Yeah. The and, man and, the
3: and the out. missus. <laughs> and that's.
1: Four of them, yeah. <laughs> the I might need to move back to Victoria in about twelve years and uh, get just rent a place once a month for Brad to come and. I thought you were at Talking at about when, when, when one of them turns eighteen,
0: he could be his son. Well, look, you know, look after the Son in law, no, son in law, father yeah. in
1: law. He'll be your dad in law. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's that. That's true because you can't choose um, choose your friends, right? You can't choose your family, but you can. Hook up with your best mate's sister, and you then can, make okay. him family. Yeah, so you can choose your or his family daughter a little bit. Yeah, Yep. Uh, that's good. I think his sisters have been married, but um, so, aside from that, there's if you're a bloke up. Brad,
0: and... <laughs> Was this coming for you? <laughs> Wait till she's eighteen. Anyway, you're okay. telling
1: a story. You're going to Darwin, so going to Darwin, and there's a bloke um, called Dallas Wolchewski who runs the bucking bulls in Darwin, some of the best bucking bulls in Australia. And he's a character, he's in a wheelchair and he's mm-hmm. he pulls every flank on every bull behind the chutes. So the chutes have got a um, like a platform behind them and he's up there rolling around on this wheelchair with pretty thick tires, like bike tires on it. And he just, he has this aura about him, like it just it doesn't bother him. He doesn't notice that he's in a chair. He's been in a wheelchair since the eighties. I found out. So he just pushes people out of the way and just everyone works around him. It doesn't affect him at all, but you can tell when he looks at you that he knows that life is a whole lot fucking harder than you think it is. And whatever you're saying and whatever you experience is not. So I decided to look up his story and this is, this is the article on him in, in the late eighties he's in a car accident and he lost his, uh, He became a paraplegic, quad no paraplegic, so from the bottom down. Paraplegic can't use his legs. Paraplegic, so he's in a wheelchair. Um, A few years later, in the nineties, his wife died in a car accident. After that, pretty heavy. Since then, he's been a a stock contractor. He's run farm. He's run pastoral land. He's owned a fishing business and boats. He's done all sorts of stuff. But this article was in twenty fourteen, and he was out on a Um, modified ag bike or quad bike that had a bull bar on it for catching Buffalo. And he's cruising around where it was at some South near Litchfield National Park fog dam. I think it was South of Darwin and he flips this quad bike and he wakes up and the quad bikes on him, like lying on top of him, right? So he's only got his arms to push the thing off, not his quads or anything. And he can't get it off him. And he's just like stuck under this bike. He's like, fuck, I'm in the middle of nowhere. And the bike, I'm in trouble. The bike catches fire, just bursts into flames. And he kind of is like, right, this is it. I've got one chance to bench press this thing off. And it's, and it's like a quad bike that weighs, you know, a hundred kilos plus bull bars for catching Buffalo on top. Anyway, bench presses this bike off his body, off his chest. And then immediately falls asleep. He reckons because of all the adrenaline running through his body. And the doctors later told him that he was just it's absolutely like, cooked, Coursed it through like, Yeah. We're like boom, blew it out, and then he falls asleep. Um, wakes up again and his quad bike that had been on fire has started a grass fire and the grass fire is now chasing him. So he has to start crawling. So he's crawling, just obviously with his arms and trying to outcrawl this grass fire through the night, just away from it, in whatever direction it's going. And he keeps this up from the afternoon, like at sundown when he when he did this, until four AM. Someone found him and he's still crawling away from this grass fire. At 4 a.m. Around. Like that is fucked up. No wonder this guy, like when you meet him, he's just something different. Like he, that, yeah, I, I don't he's know. A he's a special you, kind of human. This absolutely special kind of human. So anyway, I'm frothing to go to see Brad, Brad Twins O'Brien and uh, I'm frothing to get to down. And yeah, this guy is just one of those characters in the world that, puts things in perspective. You know, when you look at everything else that's going on, it's like, stop fucking about your life. It's not that hard in life is not that
0: stop whinging that the liberals won the election. It ain't that bad. Things are pretty good. <laughs> at least you're not like, you can... at least your legs work and you're not dragging yourself away from a glass fire after your quad blight just landed on you. you fucking fuck it.
1: That a hundred percent. That's um, yeah. That's, that's a little bar snack for you. I'll take it. I'll is take it? it on board. Mm. Have you got any more bar snacks?
0: Yes I do oh look <laughs> what's this? No. You worry me you look at me it's I it's don't want to worry. to get too stuck into the surfing business, but um I've been watching the Bali Pro, and basically every person in the top ten faulted, so then the next yeah. guy would come up and it'd be their big chance to to surge ahead and they'd lose. And then they're basically all lost in the most perfect waves you can imagine, like Karamas in Bali. I don't know what's going on with them.
1: But you know, you know I- who is still in it though? Who? Speaking of people that are different to the rest of the world, the man, KS 11-time world oh, champion, Kelly. Kelly Slater, has made the quarterfinals for a second event in a row. That, yeah. Did you see the that waves is- that
2: he got? ridiculous the barrel, barrel was or, not
0: yeah the barrel was i think i could have ridden that barrel the turn yeah. was outrageous
1: absolutely but he's like man that's happened to him his whole career you're in the right spot like things happen i don't think he's deep enough for the score but yep no it's good to see he's he's in i'm frothing it i like it was he like 47 47 this year won his first world title in 92 oh. and he's spanned you think about how much the sport has changed like tennis has changed in that time, but not to the degree that surfing has changed. It you probably know, the, has. We probably just don't understand it as much, but, but, may, but maybe point. But yeah. The fundamentals though, they still serve and hit the ball in and volley the way, you know, whereas still they're still doing
0: come in and you catch them and stand up.
1: Yeah. But you're doing airs versus doing, he did a 360. He did a carving 360. That no one on tour does carving 3-0s and it was sick. He didn't get a very it. good
0: score for that. Do you know what? He did a carving 360 and the internet blew up saying that he should have got a bigger score. That was sick. But if you watch Courtney Conlog's heat, she did one and got like a two. Apparently, <laughs> if you're, if you're <laughs> a pro did. surfer, they're really easy to do. And it's, it, was, it was cutting edge in the 80s.
1: <laughs> people should do them more. They'd I look, wish I could I, do them. They, they look, look sick. They look freaking awesome and I wish I could do it. But... I think you could lay it up there and then just butter out of it. sort of thing. but to do the carving car through, through it. Yeah. Is, Cause he, where it goes all the way around and then it engages the fins again. Like it's not a, it doesn't just put it up at 12 o'clock and then let it come back. It's, it's a proper carving through 60, but that's interesting. Yep. So, and
0: I, the snack. other thing is I just booked some flights to Bali in August. So hopefully I can get involved in a few waves over there. Um, I've been doing all right on the sports bet for this um, event, considering all the favourites have fallen out.
1: And considering your fantasy team sucks. Yeah, just, well, that's it. I'm just check in, checking team. in now. But yeah, uh, I've, I've landed some big multis. So
0: I just, if Philippe... Me, tubes, sorry, a year. <laughs> yeah. So No, no, so fantasy surfing, you're on top, are you?
1: Toothpaste 2 is on top. That's me. But I've That's got one you. guy left. The guy coming third is the bloke at work who is this quite posh English kid who who got me made me do the Premier League soccer thing, which I set a team at the start of the year and left it. So I made him get into the, the boys' surfing fancy league. He's coming third, and he's only ten points behind. But he's got two blokes left in his team. Yeah, but as the, well.
0: this is like the being the most ridiculous one to try and pick. I think. I've got no one left, but you know who I looked into this, who always does well at this event, Jeremy Flores, and he was
1: ripping it up. Have you got him? Uh, No, I don't have him. I've got Philippe. Gazzo. I think Gazzo is going to take you out by the way. Oh, a hundred percent. He's only four points behind and he's got three blokes left unless, and he's got Philippe. So unless those guys both go out and cumulatively score less than four points, yeah, he'll, win. he'll definitely yeah, he take me out. Enough fans talking first. While sure talk. Got any more bar snacks? No. I played Uno this week. I've played Uno on three occasions this week and I've loved it. Uno, Uno, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Can you pick up and put down? Pick up and put down? No. Yeah, so, so you can't go, so you pick up off the pile. But if you can play that card, can you play it or not? I don't think so. Can you? Well, I don't. I've never played like that because that's a shit rule. It's a what shit rule. Are, what are the actual rules? Do you know the, the actual actual rule? rules of Uno? Is you you pick up, if you pick up, you can put down, and same deal. Okay. You pick up four, you can put one down i have played pushed. it in long we we're a pretty big uh, board game card game
0: family and dad was a real stickler like he would read the rules so however we hmm. played it when we were kids would have been by the rules i remember playing i think it was monopoly and my cousin was arguing with dad about a rule because dad would always beat us at monopoly <laughs> and dad being the smartest he's like well actually he pulled the rules out starts reading them uh, cousin grabs them, runs into the other room and throws them in the fire. <laughs> 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 and Dad's like, "Well, you know, I don't jokes on you. I know them off by heart." So,
1: on <laughs> you, <laughs> On you, Graham. <laughs> maybe that's the thing with um. Maybe that's what's wrong now with all these ranty Facebook posts is that people haven't experienced Monopoly enough. Maybe people aren't playing enough board games. And, and they're whooped by their father at Monopoly every time they try and play them. Like it, it which makes you place. read and invest in understanding the rules and the system that you're playing in, AKA the election, democracy, taxation. You learn how to work, how rent works. Hey, you have to pay tax here and there. Should Maybe it we need to make more Monopoly. It's angry about the whole
0: like those things I read at the start of the episode. It's like, if you voted for Liberal, delete me off Facebook. You're not my friend. I don't want to hear from you. It's like, yeah. wouldn't you want to just talk to each other and find out why they voted for Liberal and what they didn't like? And like, that's the, that's, isn't that like the whole, people have lost the plot completely. Can't we just get along, man? Can't we just get along? <laughs> can't we just talk about it? I could, because I could vote for Liberal or Labour. Like, there's, there's, why things- matter? There's things that liberal do that actually work out better for me. And there's things that labor do that I kind of like the idea of because they're better for everyone, but I could easily convince myself to do either and not be that angry. So yeah. What the fuck?
1: Is I, I that? think um, that's the same with that vegan chat and people like Durian Ryder who are just so one eyed about what they believe, but, but he's just, just good straight up. To- it. <laughs> he's a with obviously. But, but they, they, oh, fuck. They follow his Instagram if anyone's out there doing Riders, because he's got these cats that he's rescued from the backyard and he, he reckons a hand caught them. They were trapped in his backyard. They were kittens. And they, he lets them suck on his nipples. They, he puts them inside his shirt and they suck on his nipples. It's the most fucked up thing. It's a fruit loop, isn't it? They're not vegan cats, though, are they? <laughs> well, yeah, he's bringing them up vegan.
0: Because they found... Oh, he's so much fucked up human. You know that they... Have you heard the whole vegan cat thing? Like the cats no. basically end up malnourished and die.
1: Oh, because... Yeah, well... Because they, they need to eat meat. They're freaking carnivores. Protein. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. As are we. That's why we got canines. Um, they... Yeah, but my point with that was that it's good to listen to those people and be informed about their opinions because you might pick some shit up. Like you agree. just talked that have your same view and we hang out and we just roll down the road and we go, we go surfing. All we talk about is the shit that we believe in and how good it is. We're not learning anything. Like you've got to be out there challenging, challenging yourself and your own opinions and if at the end of it, it just makes you more able to justify it, right?
0: I, I agree. And even we say Doreen Ryder is a fuckwit and he seems to be that. But he's probably got some good points about being a vegan. He looks like a fit motherfucker. Like, he's pretty yeah, weird. Yeah. He rides his bike a long way. It's working for him. So maybe... Exercise got- is healthy for you. Yeah. He's I'll- making great points. So I'm sure we could learn from him. I'm sure he wouldn't really want to learn from us. But uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> but the- no it's, good to, it's good to talk it through. It's not, not just to shut people down on Facebook and say, delete
1: me because you voted for liberal. Definitely. Anyway. Um, I've got one more bar snack. Yeah, Um Gumtree. I've been, oh, which reminds me, While well, this is going on. I've been selling shit on Gumtree just because I've got stuff and things that I don't need. And I was might as well turn it into that liquid cash ish. And, uh, it, um, so i started. I just whacked a few things out there and then, you know, some of them sell real quick and it's just like, shit, I've got free money. I found a leather hat, brand new leather hat. Someone had stuck out on, um, the street for, um, Hard rubbish, and I sold that for fifty bucks on my Gumtree, and I almost felt bad. But you know, I'm sure I've made poor investments and lost fifty bucks, so the world's even. But um I've been frothing on Gumtree stuff, and then I was going to make this my sort of froth, but the other week something happened. Have you? You've been selling stuff on Gumtree too, haven't you?
0: I have been because because I'm moving state soon. I'm trying to downsize, but I haven't been having a great deal of luck. <laughs>
1: But you've been making room for, um, for all those aluminum cans that you can stick in your That's right. <laughs> trailer. Yeah. yeah. And cash in when you get there. I've just got two blokes right now fighting over a tail pad that I bought three for 30 bucks and I've got it on for 20 bucks. This guy doesn't understand how negotiations work. I was like, some blokes picking it up tomorrow for 25 bucks. And he goes, I'll pick it up tonight for 20 bucks.
0: Uh, tonight like, for 20. So I think he does understand yeah. like, would you take $20 <laughs> now or
1: 25 tomorrow? I know. said, you can pick it up tonight for 26 bucks if you want. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He has <laughs> blanked me since then. <laughs> but, That's- I don't think he gets it. Mate. I've already got 25 bucks locked in and I'm not sure if you understand how investment works. But
0: well, I've, got, I've got a, a
1: pretty beautiful
0: looking guitar on there um, in a hard case. It's got a bit of a hole in it. So i put it 300. This lady rings me up and she straight off the bat. She said, I work with disabled children. Will you take 150? What? And I was like, a, okay, no, I won't. All right. That was, that was her opening line is that she works with disabled? It's like, okay, uh, well,
1: do you want me to donate it to the, who are these disabled children? Is this true? So the, you know, the big hipped guitar that I had, Yes. Um, yeah. That, that thing just blew up the, whatever the, where the strings attached to the main body just cracked and went, one am not maybe noise.
0: Oh, really? And that's i sitting it there.
1: It's bugged. It. And since then I've got another guitar that's better. And I was like, you know what? I'll put this on gummy. Someone will pick it up, make it an art project, up, upscale it, up recycle it, whatever, or someone will fix it up. And this bloke came and picked it up and I sort of 40 bucks or something, and so bugger all. And he came and picked it up. And that the next day, he sends me a photo of it like he'd redone it, I was looking mint, and he was absolutely frothing on it. And it was great because the thing had been in my house, blew it t- up
0: or something like
1: he made a new, like what's that bit called, where the all the strings attached with plugs bridge. in it. the, the bridge. bridge, took it to the bridge, um, right. the, so made it so into the, the hole, yeah. Yeah. And it was sick. And, it, and I was like, I was 40 bucks up and he, the guitar was being played or, you know, used at school or something. It was awesome. I was stoked. Can I just so, say, on, I
0: found a leather hat. Someone left it at my house or it was there when we moved in. So I was like, oh, I was found a leather hat, got $50. I've got zero interest <laughs> yes. in this leather hat.
1: What is it? You didn't, might not have sold it properly. You're got to <laughs> work in marketing I, skills. I, I took a shit photo of it. Um, mm. Yeah, you, me- you told me that. If you're trying to rent your house or sell your house, make okay. sure you've got good photos. I know. Quality photos. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a shit hat. This is just a shit hat, <laughs> not as good as your leather hat. No, see, I I named the brand and the age, the number of wares that it had. I made up a story. Said that number of wares? Yeah, oh, it well, was it. brand new. It looked brand new. And I was like, I bought it for a friend that hated it. Unwanted gift. You see? you got to be gonna sell that shit but um so this happened while we were on the gum tree i um i had some shit for sale in gum tree and i also had someone come look at my house to move in and i got all the shit out and put it in my little fritzel dungeon that i've got and i stuck some in the fritzel dungeon next door because the house is empty in the weekend that we went to margs we went away surfing anyway i'll come back Came and i just back. had this feeling I, I came, came back. back. I, seen, I seen me mates when I come back. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I come
0: back. I came back and I, 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 and expect, I seen I back. expect better grammar from you than I come back. I come back and seen that
1: locker had been cleaned His out. His whole story
0: out. has been ruined. <laughs> no,
1: continue. <laughs> but they, um, it's, it's been cleaned out by someone. So I called the bloke who used to live there and he's like, Oh, we hired a handyman to do it. I was like, No, worries. give me his number. You know, the guy like blanked me, wouldn't return my messages, left him a voicemail. The handyman left text him the whole I was like, fuck, he's not getting back to me. So I hit up the neighbor again three days later and he's like, Oh, all right, I'll I'll get on to him and he replied to him straight away. I was like, Who is this guy? And he's like, Oh, we found on Gumtree. So I just took me a while, like four or five pages of searching handyman on Gumtree, and I matched the handyman to the phone number and i'm like i'll send him a gum tree message anyway i'll get on his gum tree on his handyman ad other items listed and the thing that he's taken out of my locker is my 44 gallon drum that sits in the lounge room normally that i do my bull riding training on and he's got it listed on Gumtree for sale for 10 bucks what's he call it 44 <laughs> gallon drum 10 bucks it's pretty well like it's it's not detached from the timber bit. So it's just oh, a just drum the drum. I was, it was a nice drum, but it's it, a drum with holes, clean up. drum with holes. So I'd like, I was furious. Cause he'd then written back to me and he's like, Oh, all your stuff's at the tip or at the salvos. I don't have any of it. Stop, stop messaging me. Stop calling me. I don't, um, I don't have any of shit anyway. So I find this, so I get Kevin, my housemate, uh, to, to, um, message him and try and buy the drum that, that night, like literally minutes later. And he's yeah. like, yep, it's here. Come and come around tonight and collect it if you want. So <laughs> Kevin's not a small dude. So uh, Kevin and I,
0: you're <laughs> not a small up, dude either.
1: We turn up at his house and Keegan Davies, whose number I'm happy to give out on the podcast. You can't talk to people
0: on podcasts. To beep that <laughs> out. Just,
1: all right. Well, either way, he's a small man with who's obviously goes to the gym. He's got an eyebrow ring and a shaved chest and he's been at the gym. He's got his shirt off and he answers the door and he's like, yep. Yeah. Oh, are you looking for the drum? It's just there. I was like, yeah, we, we were pretty diplomatic about it, but I basically told him that yeah, he's that's... a lying cunt and I wanted to open his garage and show me where all the rest of my stuff was, which was actually nothing that he had, but he, you should have seen this wee man's face when we, when he figured out what he'd done. And what had happened for 10 bucks for a drum that had holes in it for 10, a $10 drum that you can't use
0: basically, unless you want to sit yeah. on it and pretend you're riding a bull. Did he have any of your other stuff?
1: Well, no, nah, he reckons he dropped it at the op shop. There's that bike, an old cruiser bike and a couple of little pieces of rubbish really. But the fact that this guy just lied to me and we seeked f- vengeance. The fact that you
0: trolling. found out and came around to his house and got your drum back.
1: Right, I reckon that's last drinks. Last drinks. Last drinks. You got anything else for us? No,
0: nah, nothing else for me. Um, enjoy Darwin this week and uh, say good day to Brad for me. Sending him my commiserations
1: yeah. on, <laughs> on the- Twins <laughs> O'Brien. He's going to need this bloody warm holiday. It's just started getting cold over here. So, no, nah, that should be sick, I reckon. Um, yeah, should be awesome for anyone that's not following us. Give us a follow on um, the Insta. You can keep up with what's going on over there and um we give a shout out if you've been enjoying the songs that come on after this as well uh, we always give them a name but a lot of them are yours andy so yeah a lot um, of the time
0: it's 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 mine just because that's what i've got access to but um feel free to send in an mp3 if you want your band featured um yeah i think yeah instagram is number one off the wood and email is number one off the wood at gmail.com yeah, unless you awesome. suck and then we probably won't play it. Actually, no, we'll play it even if you suck. No, fuck that. If someone <laughs> sends us a song, the first one that comes in, we'll play in it. Yeah, first song that comes through. If not, um, if we don't get one, then I'll keep playing the Bitter men and No Photo songs. So, yeah, enjoy. Rock roll.
1: Sick. Righto, hurroo. See ya. Yeah.
2: i gonna go home tonight Until sunrise Never gonna grow That you know we know, I don't wanna be a negative creep. Sell it to me, sell it to me. But this ain't the real thing, and I think that you know we know, I don't wanna be.